0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 307 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we begin our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, a day late, uh, later than we normally do, Uh, but um, we're going to try and get through everything we need to this week. These books, to be fair, Amos and Obadiah, they are on the shorter side of the books of the Old Testament we have, uh, Amos being um, nine chapters and Obadiah being one chapter. So I I feel like we should be able to cover what we want to anyway this week. We'll see how we get on. Uh, we're going to begin the studying this week in Amos chapter three. Uh, and that's not really a surprise uh, considering this is probably out of the verses we have this week, the most famous or the most used uh, verse we have uh, in the in the old in, in these two books that we're studying this week. And um, I believe that when you look at the, uh, the, the Scripture Citation Index, which, by the way, if you don't use, is a fantastic tool. Uh, basically, it, it gathers all of the scriptures uh, from the standard works and links it to com- conference talks and journal of discourses that it's been used in, or they've been used in, uh, since the beginning of the church. So a really valuable resource uh, to kind of enhance your study, uh, but Amos three seven has been used over a hundred times, and to compare that, uh, First Nephi three seven um, has been used around a similar number as well, uh, and so this is a a, a, a well used um, verse uh, in the in in our church. To give the actual numbers, verse Nephi 3 7 is 106 times, Amos 3 7 109 times. So it just gives you an idea of just how important this verse is. And of course, uh, that's not uh, surprising uh, considering the importance that we have of living day prophets and apostles. Um, so let's dive into Amos chapter 3 and see why prophets are such an important message in this, uh, in this chapter. Now, Amos, uh, just to give a bit of context, uh, was here we read in chapter one verse one a, a herdman of Tekoa. so he um, was working the, with his, with his herds uh, and then he's called by God to, to, to testify to the the kingdom of Judah um, and oh, sorry in Israel uh, and it, it, it says that he was called by a roar of, of the lion and he had to, had to obey. Uh, so we see in Amos 3, he is testifying of these things. And in verse 3, he, first of all, he talks about how the Lord and the um, Israel have been separated, that they have not been following the same way. In verse 3 of Amos 3, it says, Can two walk together except they be agreed? Uh, this idea that, you know, there's been a separation between the Lord and what uh, the people Um, have been doing which is um, has caused issues and problems uh, for the kingdom of israel up to this point Uh, Adelbert l stapley said this quote a great important lesson is taught in the scripture namely that we should walk together agreed in faith and doctrine with the lord is not that admonition and counsel just as applicable today to the people of the world as it was in the days of the prophet amos close quote we certainly see that if we are not Unified, and if we are not uh, agreed and harmonized on things, then we'll find it difficult to walk together. Not necessarily that you know we um, have the same opinion on every, on every single matter in, uh, in the world, but that we are agreeable to each other, that we support one another. I think that is uh, a key part of this, a key message. So we then see um, that Amos is talking about how the people need to be... Um, given the direction, they need to be given uh, the, the thing that will sustain and strengthen them. And then in verse seven, uh, it says, "Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but He revealeth His secret unto His servants the prophets." Um, so, like I say, um, a lot of talks uh, reference this uh, verse uh, in our in our church um, library, if you like it, in our church catalog of uh, of messages from general authorities and uh, and general officers of the church. Um, And this is obviously such an important principle for us that we have a living day prophet who speaks to God and is able to receive revelation for the entire earth, for the entire church. Uh, And this can help us uh, in our own personal uh, worship. Um, In verse, uh, Tom Parry said, quote, What a comfort it is to know that the Lord keeps a channel of communication open to his children through the prophet. What a blessing it is to know we we have a a voice we can trust to declare the will of the Lord. Um, The Lord surely understood the need to keep his doctrines pure and to trust its interpretation to only one source. Of course, we are all all admonished to study and gain as much knowledge as we possibly can obtain in this life. We are encouraged to discuss and exchange ideas one with another to further understanding. However, the Lord has only one source for the declaration of his basic fundamental doctrines. Even as general authorities of the church, we are instructed, in order to preserve the uniformity of doctrinal and policy interpretation, you are asked to refer to the office of the First Presidency uh, for consideration of any doctrinal or policy questions which are not clearly defined in the scriptures or in the general handbook of instructions. Close quote. Um, I found that last bit particularly intriguing, that... He's making the point that as general authorities, um, they have to defer and go to the office of the First Presidency for any doctrinal or policy questions, um, which is important. And of course, what um, Elder uh, Perry is not saying here is that we are to blindly obey necessarily as well, that we have communication, that we have um, a, communication, a channel of communication open to us from our prophets but we also, therefore, have a channel of communication open to us um, individually. We'll continue learning this principle more uh, into Amos chapter seven. In Amos seven, uh, we have a uh, um, reference or message, or in in kind of discussion, uh, an exchange between um, Jeroboam, the king of Israel, and uh, Amaz- Am- Amaziah, the priest of Bethel. And uh, the priest of Bethel is saying how Amos is. Basically causing a stir, uh, how he is um, saying all these things and that uh, he is uh, conspiring against the house of Israel. Um, but uh, because Amos has said that Jeroboam is going to die by the sword and various things like that, Israel is going to be led away captive. Which of course they are uh, ultimately. This is taking place before uh, the um, the capture of uh, the kingdoms of Israel uh, by um, the Assyrians, and so. This is something which the priest is saying, Oh, this isn't going to happen. And this is a man trying to cause um, problems and stirring things. Uh, But Amos, in response to this, um, says that, you know, this isn't his word. This isn't what he wanted to do, necessarily. In verse 14 of Amos 7, it says, Then answered Amos and said to Amaziah, I was no prophet, neither was I a prophet's son, but I was a herdman and a gatherer of sycamore fruit. So he's saying, you know, he has come from humble beginnings. He's not. Um, learned and studied so that he can, you know, make these prophecies and uh, say these things, but he is someone that was called to the work, uh, and he needs to fulfill that work. As he says in verse 15, and the Lord took me as I followed the flock, and the Lord said unto me, go, prophesy unto my people Israel. Um, So we need to recognize that prophets are not, they don't campaign, they don't, um, you know, Try to put together CVs and things like that to show that they should be a prophet or, or however, but um, they are called, they are called to the ministry. Um, just as um, all of us in our own respective uh spheres, you know, shouldn't be seeking for position or seeking for certain um calls to the work. But well, I suppose that um, it's, it's trying to not be someone that is aspirational or someone that uh, sees steps or calls when the church has steps along their church career, I suppose. But um, making sure that we are seeking to further the work of the Lord, seeking to serve Him and seeking to um, love the Lord in the way that we serve as well. I think that is ultimately one of the most big, the most important things about this, is seeking to just do what the Lord asks us, um, being uh, doing what the Lord wants us to do um, and going where he wants us to go as the hymn, um, as the hymn goes. So, you know, very important uh, principles about prophets that not only are they necessary and needed, especially in the last days to be able to guide and uh, lead um, and begin this process of the gathering of Israel in the last days that was prophesied, uh, but also that these prophets are, you know, in all cases, people who have been called, that have been humbled uh, and have been seeking to do the, the will of the Lord along the way as well. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for sharing your time and thank you for um, listening. Please share what you've studied and share your thoughts on what we've studied on the Facebook group and at Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Thank you so much for your time and until we meet again.